Hey, before we start this episode, Jen and I just want to say a huge thank you. Thank you so much. To all of you who have been listening. Would you do us a favor? If you have a moment, 30 seconds, would you mind going and starring, rating, and reviewing this podcast? Um, five stars would be great, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Um, here's why. That helps us to reach more people. It helps us when people are searching this podcast. So if you've been entertained or helped or we've made you smile or laugh or you're a, a regular listener of this podcast, it would mean the world to us if you would rate it and review it and it help us get it out to more people. Hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks. Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen, quarantine edition. Cheers, babe. Cheers. <clears throat> Cheers to you. Okay. Am I the only one, but I have been yes. more agitated um, with you than I've ever been. <laughs> okay. Is that how we're starting this off? Are we doing <laughs> okay. this? We're doing I'm this sporty spice? I'm the, I feel the same way. No, okay. So, oh, man. So this is the thing. Um, there have been many moments where the agitation probably originated with me, but I have to just be honest to all the listeners. Yeah. You are extremely hard to live with at times. I feel like we just, there, you like are I coming mean, at me from you, out you're the You're like gates. edgy. You're yeah. kind of intense. And I'm just like, I'm like, what is happening? It's got to oh, be, man. we are stuck yeah, indoors. All day. Okay. I mean, okay. you know what, too? We haven't had our regular routine, and I think it's throwing both of us if we want to admit yeah. it. First of all, I'm sorry. I, I could say the same <laughs> about so, you. I'm sorry, too, babe. <laughs> I could say the same about you, but I didn't want to come at you so hard. <laughs> I, can I just open up this entire episode <laughs> just with, need to get you're a poo-poo head. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a safe place. It's a safe place. This it's is going to be a real podcast. It's real, and I, I, I got to believe. I'm hoping that other... Couples? Families, couples sure. um, are experiencing the same. Like, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. But my God, it's been getting edgy around here. Like, I think we're just always around each yes. other all the time. Every moment you can't escape. And so you're trying to come up with a schedule that you have. I'm trying to come up with a schedule uh-huh. that I have. You're like, here's what we're doing today. I'm like, that's not what I'm doing today. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm like, you make your schedule. I'll make my schedule. I'm, I'm, a, I'm my own boss. You know, and it's like our kids, we're trying to keep okay, them to motivated. Your defense, I was like, babe, I'm losing my mind. Like I need at least like, we usually do like on Monday mornings, we do like a kind of like a. It's like a connection, you know, meeting where we connect on like business stuff, family stuff, us. We plan out our week and we haven't done that since quarantine. And I was like, I I have to have at least 30 minutes to prepare for my week in some like mental. And I'm like, prepare stuff. for what week? Well, like <laughs> an entire week of gazing out the okay, window and can, watching Netflix till I pass out. Okay, I was <laughs> like, watching uh, someone on, on a podcast and I was watching it live and they were talking about how important it is during this time of quarantine to have to create some kind of schedule. I agree. And we've done that. Yeah. And you have. You've but your schedule job. can't be my schedule. I agree. And but the truth is. Do you agree? I do. And we <laughs> talked about that. The you truth is, is that. We're just like edgy with each other. Yeah, I, I just it it I close don't, proximity. Babe, help me with this. Help me like, help you. <laughs> okay, what can we do? I gotta believe people listening are like, dude, this is real. Like, I love my family. I love the people Absolutely. that I've been quarantined with. But I swear to God, if they say that one more time, if they recommend that maybe I eat a little less carbs and a little more vegetables, you know, like, um, that's real. (laughs) So what are some tips real quick? This isn't even our topic, but what are some tips that we can maybe give couples, family members that have been quarantined? Like how can we get through these cabin fever days? I need all the tips I can get. So if you've got tips, share them with me, but 
one thing that's keep me sane is get, making myself get up at a certain time, you know, in the morning before everyone else is up and just spending some time reading, meditating. And honestly, mm-hmm. I've started writing down things that I love about you because I need to remind myself. Oh, no, man. this is a true story. I'm just being honest here. You remind and, yourself like, yes, I still love It's not him. that bad. But, 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 but you know what I've found? Whatever you think about rehearse. It, it becomes what you think and do during the day. And I, I just was like, you know what? My husband is this, my husband. And, and being more thankful has really been more of a challenge because I just am like, oh my gosh, get me out of the house. And really just remembering, like, you know what? I have my health. I have the most incredible husband. He's so loving. He cares for me. He um, supports me. And I just, I start thinking about those things and it really does change my attitude towards you. So that's something I'm doing personally. I haven't even shared that with you. Yeah. But that's something I'm trying I'm to just, sure you just do. Did. Yeah. Um, personally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm like, no, I think you're like, I haven't even shared that with you. I'm like, I just heard that. Um, see, there it is. There's the edge. Yes. There's the quarantine cabin Thank you for edge. admitting that. I'm sorry. I mean, um, I think Vic the sound chick would, would agree that the edge is real. Yeah. I, I, I think space, I do think like get, make, make some space, even if that means for you, like just going out in your back patio, yard, porch for, for an hour totally. um, while the other person or the other people are, you know, like just give each, I think we have to, we have to be more intentional about giving each other space. Yeah, you know what I'm that. saying? Like, I mean, we all need some space, totally. like mental space, physical space. And then also, you know, we need to stay together. Like, I don't think we, you know, it's impossible not to be together. So I think space is healthy right now. While you can, if you still can walk and keep your six feet distance, which we're able to, we live in a neighborhood that's pretty sparse. We're not in like an inner city here. So we're able to still go out. I'm so grateful for that, by the way. Like we do that every single day. I've done it multiple multiple times times a day. day. You're really good like that. Um, You're really good like that. Mm -hmm. I think complimenting each other, saying the good things. One of the things I think that I need to do better on is not focusing on the things that you're doing that are annoying me. Yeah, you do. Okay. And like, and, and vocalizing those. I feel those, so validated like, by Vic the sound yeah, chick Vic, right now. I feel like I'm being teamed up on, but it's okay. I mean, but vocalizing the things that you do that are, are great. Like the other day, I had a big, we had a big moment with this book I'm writing and you were so celebrating. Like you were losing your mind celebrating. And I literally at one point stopped. I was genuinely, Yeah, and I appreciate that. But I did, then I, yes, I just excited. felt the need to like to generally stop. I'm like, hey, like, thank you for being so happy for me. And like that just really means, Aww. I mean, it's us, but it was a yeah. big deal. And I, so I was like, and I, re, and I think I thought to myself, like, I should really tell her thank you because I have certainly told you like, are you going to do that again? You know, like <laughs> on things that have been annoying. So we're going to get through we're it, gonna guys. We're going to do this, guys. We're in this together. I do feel like once we get through this, I, and this may be blind optimism, but I think we Actually, I'm going to say I know. We will be stronger on the other side 100%. of this. And I'm talking about not just us as the Huffmans or whoever's listening, but as a people, as a society, yes. we will be stronger on the other side of this. I just believe that. There's something about going through hard times, difficult times, and uncertain times that makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad used to say, or everyone's dad used to say, I never trust a man who doesn't have a limp. You know what I'm saying? And what they're saying is like, if you haven't gone through something, then how do I know you can help me go through the something I'm going through? But all of us will have after this, yo, we went through something. Yeah. You know, so I do think we're going to be strong on the other side of this. There will be good and positive that comes from this. We know the negative. We already know that. And I don't think ignoring the negative that is coming from this is healthy. Um, I think we need to be, you know, honest about it and realistic about it. But I also think we need to keep in the forefront of like, but there will be, we will be stronger. That which doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. You know? um, I heard some some quote or something say uh, that 
all of those things that I told myself I can't get to because I don't have enough time. And now I have time and I'm still not getting to it. I mean, it's so real. I, I bet, man. Like, that's real. So real. I don't relate. I'm getting to it. But I think that's but real. Like, oh, we I, make I, our I own excuses. I should clean that closet out. Oh, I need to. I don't have enough time in my day. I'm too busy. It's like, you're not too busy now. Can I just say this? Like, those things will help your sanity right yep. now. Like, you're like, oh, I don't want to do it. Like, what else are you going to do? It's actually going to be clean the garage. Healthy for you. Why not? Yeah. Like, it's such like, a big clean task. Your car out. Start. Yep. Start that. I mean, big I just task. said to some friends, I'm like, I might like need to learn a new instrument or something. Like, I could learn to play guitar. I mean, there's, I got so oh. much time. Yo, My be- friend bought a guitar. Yeah. learn. Yeah. Like I'm Yo, I sexy, legitimately. Babe. I I mean I used to learn I learned for a little bit when I was I younger. I might go build a swing set. I don't know. Right? Like, I mean, I wouldn't recommend anyone actually <laughs> use it cuz you'll die. But you know what I might do today? I might build a tire swing from one of these trees. Actually, those limbs will break and we will die. That's such a great so many idea. ways to die. I can find a tire. We live in apocalyptic I mean, make a fire times. pit in your backyard. I, I mean, make a lot of lists. There you go. Well, hey, whatever you got to do, list it up, Vic. <laughs> and then get sound to check. it. <laughs> I build a lot of bonfires. I chop a lot of wood. I do a lot of foraging. Is that what it is? Yeah. I go through the woods around our house and I forage for wood. I love that about you. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a wilderness man out here. But think about how much time we have on our hands. We could really, and I know this sounds so cliche, but we could take advantage of this time. Like there's so much that we can do, even though we feel like there's so much we can't do. I agree. I feel like things are shifting too because in quarantine, what day are we on? I don't know. 11? I, no, it's more I don't know that. what day it is. That's crazy. Like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, those are gone. It's just day. It does not feel like a Saturday. This is just day. And what is today? Is this? Saturday. We are recording this on a Saturday. I would not know it's Saturday. To yeah. me, it is just day. <laughs> like my, just life, my life has been separated into two day. categories, day and night. What is it? It's night. What is it now? Day. Day. I saw, I saw this <laughs> That's meme. funny. Meet cavemen. Meet go by sun and moon. I saw this meme that said, the day is now separated by coffee hours and alcohol hours. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Help and if us you're all. not separating those hours, you're going to have a rough yes, run at this. Come on, friends. We can uh, do this. Someone once, all the memes are ridiculous in social media. One's like, either I'm going to come out of this with a great idea, or I'm going to come out of it with a drinking problem. <laughs> Like, please do the first one and have a great idea. I will say this. Yes. Like, I don't know if it was a week ago. I was like, dude, social media, it's so inspiring right now. Like, just get as much of it as you can. Like, people are out there, like, encouraging. I have literally, like, the last two days been like, I I don't want to see anymore. Like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to see anyone go live anymore. Like, it's just, it just turned into, like, we've stopped going live. I think... A podcast or two go like, hey, we're going to go live every night because we're going to find hope in coronavirus. So I'm like, I'm not going live anymore. Last time we went live, I taught people how to make margaritas. <laughs> a true story. Well, they started yeah. as virgin ones and then you're like, oh, okay, while we're at it, yeah, I was like, you didn't make a virgin a, margarita. A and I was like, or if you want a real well, one. we were doing a Mexican theme that night. Um, yeah, like, you know, and I still believe like some of it's good, but I've had to limit it because I just feel like, mm-hmm. oh man, I mean, it is weird. Here's the thing. Nobody knows what tomorrow holds. And this is a unique situation. Vic, you had a profound thought around the bonfire last night or two nights ago, whatever day it was in the days. <laughs> you were like, I would, you said this, and I'm going to paraphrase it, but you were like, I would feel really, really guilty if this was like just me. Um, you're like, yeah. but I have to keep reminding myself, all of America and most of the known world is in the same boat. Yeah. Which is an, which reminds is me really of another meme. Celebrities like we're all in the same boat, and they show like their yacht, and they show our canoe. <laughs> like, I don't think we're in the same boat, but we are all in the same circumstances here. Yeah. It's like, and so 
I think there's like a collective, and this one I kind of want to talk about in this podcast today, babe. There's a collective pause that has been forced on the world. I, and when I say that, I'm like, dude, that's so dramatic. It's actually real. Right. There has been a pause forced on us as a world. And I think that can actually be a good thing. And I'm not the first to say that. And I know that that's a thought out there. But um, first of all, rest is important. I don't know if this is rest because there is a certain level of anxiety, stress, fear, panic, worry that is taking place as we do nothing. So we might be idle and like moving forward. You don't have to be, by the way. I think you still can move forward in these days. It looks different. Moving forward looks different. So I think what we should tell ourselves is like, hey, I can't, it's not that you can't move forward. Just redefine what moving forward looks like. Totally. I was, I was listening to, um, Oprah. I love Oprah's podcast and she was interviewing JLo and JLo, you know, just celebrated her 50th birthday. Jenny from the block. And she was just saying how they, she was being asked. She's 50? 50. I know, right? What is happening? Way to get it, Jenny from the block. She said, this is a little side tip. She said, how many, how many hours you spend, you know, at the gym? She goes, about three to four days a week, an hour at one hour a day. That's it. So three hours. And Oprah's like, what? She's like, yeah, it's just consistently three to four times a week, hour hour at a time. She goes, I can't do more than an hour. And I was like, that's inspiring because that's not like, you're not trying to change the world overnight with your body. It's like every day for an hour. But okay, beside the point, she was making mention that she's 50. And she's like, how do you like being 50? She's like, I absolutely love it. She goes, I feel like I'm at halftime. And now I have learned so much what to do, what not to do. I feel confident in my own skin finally. And now I'm about to win the game. Dude, that's brilliant. And I just thought, I was so inspired with just that quick thought she had and perspective on life. Hey, like what if this is halftime and we get an opportunity for, I don't know, eight weeks, 16, I don't know what it is. And we get to say, you know what? We're at halftime. What do I want to make changes in? What have I learned? And what does my future look that like? That is brilliant. Like it's a forced halftime. Yeah. But you know, halftime, if I'm, okay, now you're going to get me into my, uh, into my, my, my sweet spot when it comes to football analogies. Oh I'm so God. grateful, man. That's such a brilliant thought. That was JLo, right? Like, don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. I'm okay. still, I'm still Jenny from the block. Okay. Sorry. Um, I mean, halftime is this. You play two quarters of football and then halftime is 30 minutes, 20 minutes where you sit down and you evaluate, okay, what did the first half look like and what will the second half look like? And I mean, if you, if you are a football fan, back into the locker room, you get off the field completely. They go back into the locker room, locked down for 30 minutes. They're on lockdown. Hello. Dude, the analogies are great here. The metaphor is perfect. And they say many times. The second half is better than the first half because you learn from the first half. It's and you readjust, you hand the ball over, you you did dif- different plays. Catch your breath. You realize who you're Gatorade. playing with. Man. You figure out what the enemy looks like. You, you, you completely assess it. You have to reassess. You're like, hey, what we thought would work in the first half is actually no not longer working. going to work in the second half. half. And what we thought would be success in the first half is not success and in the second half. And if you half. don't make that adjustment, you're not going to win. Oh, man. Okay, let me hit you with this thought. You got me going now. I think um, the world as we know it will never actually be the same. Everyone's like, I want to get back. You know, I can't wait till we get back to normal. First of all, normal. Do we want to get back? There's some normal that I don't want to get back to. And I think we're learning that. That's what this pause has availed us. But can I just say this? Normal will not be normal when we get back to it. Normal has forever changed. That's That's a fact, by the way. Like, I don't know what you know, but like, I will never look at like 
the spread of disease. I am the guy who used to like drink after people. Like I just was not worried about anything as far as bacteria. Now, like if I hand my card to someone and they don't have gloves on and they hand it back to me, like I almost like just keep my credit card. Like, I mean, I'm, it's like so wow. real. I am tempted to go outside with a mask on now. Now that they're saying, I don't know if you've heard that. They just yeah. released saying like, you could be carrying the virus and, and not you don't have, have symptoms. symptoms. So you're spreading it and you just need and to. That's part of the problem. Right. So normal will never be normal again. What you thought normal, we're not getting back to that. The world has changed. And it is so much more exponential. I remember when 911 took place, a tragic day in the in in the history of our nation. Um, the Twin Towers falling, the terrorist attacks, right? Like that changed our nation forever. It changed, you can argue that that changed the world forever. How much more is this? Yeah. This will, so forget the idea of getting back to normal. Here's what I'm saying, because I love how you just made this halftime analogy. And I think it's brilliant. What used to work and what was necessary in the first half is not the same in the second half. And here's what I'm thinking. And tell me what you think about this. I think the, there are needs and services and things needed today and in the next few months and in the future that were not needed yesterday. Right. And the people who can see, who can look ahead to what will actually be needed now and can act on that. I'm telling you, those are the people, and we're going to be those people who yep. will come through this, not just come through this, but help other people get through this. Because there are needs that are necessary today that weren't even on our mind three weeks ago. As yep. a world, as a global community, and that will continue to change. So how do we, babe, like how do we start to look ahead to what will be? I mean, I'm going to just go hit everyone spiritually. You've got to look at the creator, God. Jesus, he's the only one who are going to give us insight and see what we need to see. And honestly, it's been a prayer every morning under my breath. It's like, God, help me to see, help me not to go back to normal. Um, what, what do you want us to do? How do you want us to go from here? And it's literally for me, it personally, it's like, I don't want to go back. There's, don't get me wrong. There are things that we'll, we'll keep doing. We're going to go to shopping malls. We're going to eventually, you know, all those things. But there are things about life in general I don't want to go back but to. But are they going to look the same? They're not. Right. And so let me say this. Okay, so I think for us to be able to look ahead, we first have to we first have to identify what's right in front of us. Can I tell you what I think maybe three problems are? The three things that are changing the history of the world and changing all of our lives moving forward. Number one, obviously, a virus, a pandemic, a health pandemic. Mm-hmm. But number two, there's, I've heard a lot of people say this, there's, there's two pandemics. There is the health pandemic, which is the coronavirus, and then there is a social pandemic, which is panic. Yeah. And I'm not downplaying the severity of the coronavirus. Over a million cases worldwide now, and I don't know how many deaths. Have we jumped into 100,000 deaths like worldwide? We have, I think, worldwide. Have we? I don't know. I don't. The numbers just keep multiplying. But like, So it certainly is very severe. We know of people who have lost their lives. Mm-hmm. Some of you have loved ones who have lost their lives. We have friends who have lost family members in this so like from coronavirus so it is real that is one problem the other problem is what's happening socially right people are are taking what is bad and making it worse first of all i think they're making it worse with their they're over panicking like okay honestly toilet paper like you know people are panicking they're stockpiling they're getting ridiculous it's it's like dude you you're making this worse than it is and you're making it worse for other people secondly it's their lack of care for other people they're still out i mean just even a couple a couple days ago people were out spring breaking at the beaches they're still gathering in groups there's churches that are still refusing to stop gathering like so there's 
the, there's a social pandemic that is affecting and will continue to affect us moving forward. And I think, obviously, the third thing that we need to identify is the economy, money. Mm-hmm. Um, even if everything goes back to normal, which we've just said normal will never be normal again, but even if it goes back to operating today, yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not an economist, mm-hmm. but I have read, and you, certainly we could all just open our eyes, like it will not be what it was for months, if not years to come. Like, and I'm, and I believe in the best. And so those are the problems. <laughs> it's like, Oh God. Yeah. Now, great, how, great can, <laughs> how can we look ahead and see like, so in the midst of those problems moving forward, mm-hmm. what services can be offered? What needs to be done? What are new challenges that we could actually be a part of the solution? Cause I'm telling you, if you just wallow in the problem, you're just going to be in the problem. Or you could be like, what is a solution to this problem? We could help people through this. And in doing so, we could take something that is is a crisis and turn it into something that could be absolutely historical. And on the flip side, I mean, I've seen more people care for people, um, even from a distance, like the way people are just kind of banding together and and hunkering down and staying home. And, you know, I mean, we all have seen the beautiful pictures of people in Italy across the way from their apartment singing songs and, and posting pictures for those in the medical field. I also think how we care for people, like our whole industry, our medical industry, I think anything we can see now of how we can care for people who, who get sick, how we can do it from a distance, how we can do it with in any medical way. I mean, like all of those things to me is like, hey, that whole arena is not only going to expand and grow, but it's going to be completely changed. I mean, there is there is a lot to be done in that whole area because this is not going to be the last time we have a virus that is like yeah. a plague. And so like online stuff just became paramount. Um, personal shoppers, I'm thinking like, and I'm just spitballing here, but it's like, dude, people aren't going to want to go out anymore for the next foreseeable future for months, if not next years, like you going out and doing that for them. Um, sanitary things. Like there's so many things to begin to think. I think podcasts and audio waves and video things I think can start to explode. And I think the there things. will be a resurgence on people when this, when we get through the bulk of this and we actually can get together and we aren't in danger, oh, there's going to be a resurgence on that. Of like people being like, oh my God, they, I so took need, for granted yes, human connection. physical, tangible community. Yep. I'm telling you what, man, you think that through. Now, in the immediate, in the short term, it's non-existent. But make no mistake, we will get together again. Um, I think thinking ahead like that. And can I just say this? So I think a couple ways that I'm kind of thinking in my mind of like, okay, how can I look ahead? How can I plan ahead? I think we should think long term, plan short term. Can I just say this? Nobody knows what's going to happen. Right. Nobody knows. Just watch the news for 30 minutes, different channels. The rhetoric and the postulation and the theories and the hypothesis, it's worse. Yeah, I'm going for it. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) Thanks for noticing. Um, And the photosynthesis. And the rhetoric. It's all different. Nobody, Nobody knows. So think... Long term, like, I okay, love that. Think like, okay, the end of this year. Don't make emotional decisions. Like we're still making plans. Like yeah. uh, you know, we're still thinking. Okay, what are we going to do? What's going to happen when here? We comes- have a storefront business. We have multiple things we're doing. We're still thinking, but short term, I'm a plan. Short term, like I'm literally. I think we are planning week to week. Okay, this week, based on the information I know. Can I also say this? Number two, don't be don't be afraid to make a wrong decision right. because you are going to. Right? Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. So here's the worst thing that can happen to you right now in your personal life. 
You just stop making decisions because you're like, I don't know what to do. That's called decision paralysis. That's like, I'm not going to make any decisions. First of all, you're going to get very desperate in those moments. Talk about despair, darkness. So don't be afraid to make wrong decisions. You're going to. So permission to be wrong. Uh-huh. You're going to be wrong because nobody knows. So whether it's your business, whether it's with your own family, whether it's with, okay, what should we do with this? Go ahead and make wrong decisions because even if they're wrong, you're going to learn from those wrong decisions. We can regroup next week, right? Like plan Mm -hmm. short term. Don't be afraid to make wrong decisions. And I think thirdly for me is focus on what matters the most. Honestly, but what would you say right now in our perspective is shifting as the whole world is? What matters the most right now? In these quarantine days. I mean, it's an obvious answer. It's family. It's those, it's friends. It's the people you've had connection with. And if you haven't had connection with, you're like, my gosh, I need to reconnect with those that are my family and my loved ones. And because really right now, if if you are single, married or have children, no children, your world matters. Those people in your life. And I love that you said think it was it long term, plan long term. Think long term. Think long term. Plan short term. I love that because I I feel like we all need to we all need to challenge ourselves to keep making um, decisions for our future, good ones like plan ahead. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you can make adjustments along the way. We got to continue to live like that. If that's with our personal life, our businesses areas that you're leading. I mean, hey, just let's learn to lead ourselves well through this crisis and we will end up on the other side doing really, really well. You have to. Okay, the other day, we, we're, we're, do, we're still doing some business transactions, right? And so the other day, this person wanted us to make a decision and I literally was like, that's it. Like the plan right now is we're not going to. We're not going to do it. Yep. And I remember you and I kind of had a conversation on it. I'm like, no, because... I don't know what next week looks like, and I'm not going to pretend right now. We don't have to be pushed like it's into going to be the way it is this week. But decision. I did say this: we're thinking long term. I was like, I do think in the next four months we're going to be is, back here. This is and so happen. let's keep thinking because I think we lose hope if we stop thinking long term. I'm going to think like, no, 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 we're going to get through this. And, and rework, it's going to look different, but we're going to do something. Like yeah. your original idea, rework it. Like I kind of like don't abandon it, but rework it now towards the, the goal. Don't be afraid to change the method of operation because you are certainly going to have to change it multiple That's times. That's exactly right. That's and everything, exactly right. by the way, like people that work out in the gyms, like you don't have a gym anymore. So I love like some of the like makeshift gyms like people are doing. Our son, you have come up with some pretty makeshift gyms. Like the kitchen counter for me is my new dip bar. <laughs> like, <laughs> Tricep um, dip. Totally. Yeah. Um, I mean, what's, so let's, let's, let's be very, very flexible with our plans. You're going to get it wrong. What matters most? You know what I think matters most right now? And not everyone can share this. I'm assuming everyone who's listening to this podcast can share this. Um, is shelter. Mm. Like having a, having a roof over your head during these days. Having a place that you can be in. I think we've taken that for granted. I'm so grateful. We're sitting in Coffee Talk Studios in our home. I'm grateful we have it. You right. know what I'm saying? Especially in days like this. Um, but I do think paramount is relationships, people, which we all knew, but man, doesn't it get real? And I think the truth is, and I hope I, I don't want to be offend. I don't want to offend anybody when I say this, but when it comes to our finances, we need to begin to have more cash on hand. I heard someone say that the 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 one of the best things you can have is just cash. And I think getting out of let me just Accessible say this: if you money, don't yeah. have cash on hand, you know what? You're, we're going to come out of this. You're going to go back to work. You're going to get a better job. I just know you will. And you yeah. know what? 
learn to do different with your finances. Yeah. Like I think we all need to assess our lifestyle and make major changes. And we need to have more savings. We need to have more cash on hand as we move forward into our future. And that's relative to what you can do. But we can all, no matter whether you make a million dollars a year or $10,000 a year, we can all put aside money. Maybe you're putting aside 100,000 a year or maybe you're putting aside $10 a year. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like just start somewhere. People are like, well, once I make a ton of money, then I'll save. No, 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 no. You should, we should all be saving. And maybe that's something we learn right now. I'm super grateful for um, your commitment to saving and having an emergency fund. I can say our emergency fund is serving us in this season. So um, can I say this too? I don't think optimism is the answer in quarantine days. And let let me clarify what I'm saying. We should be confident and honest. But just blind optimism is not helping anyone. Right. Um, I don't. I can't remember. I love this book by Jim Collins called Good to Great. Uh, it's on my shelf here right now in the Coffee Talk Studios. I've read it a dozen times. I've taught principles out of it or retaught with Jim. And it's just a brilliant kind of business mind book. But there's a story in there where he talks about a man who survived. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I can't remember the man's name. He was a general, but he was in prison, you know, POW, prisoner, prisoner of war, him and him, a bunch of his platoon. And... They asked him who made it and who didn't. Many men died. They were tortured relentlessly. They were there for years, for multiple years. He survived, and a group of them survived out of it. And they said, what was the difference between the ones who survived and the ones who died? He's like, the optimist died. And so Jim Collins asked him, like, what do you mean the optimist died? He's like, they had told themselves, we're going to be out of here. By Christmas time, we will be out of here. And they kept saying that and saying that. And Christmas came, and we were still there. And then they would be like, we're going to be out of here by by this day, by this day. What's going to happen? And it didn't. And they were devastated. And they mentally set themselves up to die. And, and then she says, so what did you do? Were you, were you a pessimist? He's like, no, no, no. We were confidently honest. He's I like, love that. And he said this. Every day he would say to his men, we are going to make it through today. Today, we will make it through. And then when tomorrow would roll around, he's like, today, we're going to do whatever it takes to make it through. We can do this through today. And he said, they just kept staying honest. They didn't say definitively, by, in a week, we'll be out of here. They didn't do it because they didn't know. No. But they were going to be confidently honest today. Can I just say this? People can handle bad news much better than no news. Wow. And I think that's part of the problem we're seeing with government and news is like, just tell us. Mm-hmm. And I think leadership and is so afraid to like, it becomes like, don't say anything. Everyone's got to like, need to know basis, keep it secret. It's like, that just creates a level of suspicion and uncertainty and worry and anxiety. Give people the benefit of the doubt. They can handle bad news better than no news. Wow. You know, tell me what we're dealing with. Here's what you're dealing with. All right. Because then you can at least begin to emotionally begin and to. And I love that he was he was um, also positive because he's like today we're gonna live today. It's like hey mm-hmm. we're gonna live in the moment. We're gonna be honest about our circumstances, but we're also gonna make it through today. Yeah. He wasn't like guys. We'll see. We'll see if we can make it through so like, today. Apply was, that to no, our circumstances. Like today. hey hey by the end of this month by May May fourth by May fourth we're gonna be we're gonna be out there. Like you no know what? One knows. I have no idea what's gonna happen May fourth, and I'm not just gonna step into the set. But here's what I'm gonna tell you. Today I'm gonna go on a run, and today I'm gonna work on this thing. I love that. And babe. today we're gonna have dinner as a family. Let's do that. I know that'll happen today. And it, I mean, and I know we're talking so basic now, but we're kind of in but those it moments. Is, that is beautiful, though. That's what's going to really help us see 
and live in, in, in next year in long term? You don't motivate through a crisis. You lead through a crisis. Wow. Like I'm all for encouragement and stuff, but when you're in crisis, motivational speeches kind of it's fall to the wayside. Yeah, and I'm down for it. And I'm trying to There's like- There's a time and place for it. But we have to lead. And what yes, is that little, what's the really difference good. between motivating and leading? Leaders go first. That's Leaders go first. So- I mean, Microsoft CEO- he went first. He literally gave up. Yeah, is that up. true? Yes. Yeah. Was it the Microsoft? I can't remember. He gave up like a half of his salary to make sure he could keep many, many jobs all the way I down the Microsoft, total but there, I read there's multiple CEOs have, have said, before hey, they make cuts. before we start to let people go, before we start to cut your job, this, yeah, that's happened multiple times. Like, I'm going to forfeit my entire salary. I heard salary. Craig Rochelle, who I love his leadership yeah, podcast, yeah, he yep. even said, if, I, if we need to make cuts in our organization, the leader should have a cut first. Yep. Isn't that how he said it? Step out. He said, he said they should go first and they should have the most. He's like, wow. because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Leaders, that's how you lead. You step out first and say, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm not just going to talk about it and motivate you to do it. Like, yo, I'm going to cheer you on. Hey, we can do this. But you're not participating. Leaders say, like, I will go. Come with me. That's what leading is, by the way. Leading is you walk forward and people follow you. It's not pushing people in front of you to take the blunt of the pain and to test the waters. You know what I'm saying? And I just think like in everything we're doing in these corona days, no matter, and you apply this to your personal life, apply this to leading your family, apply this to leading your business, apply this to leading your marriage, apply this to leading your, your organization, apply this to leading your community, whatever yes. you want to say, go first. Don't just, don't just cheer on and come up with pithy motivational thoughts. You go first. And what that says, like we're in this together, we're going to do this together. And I do believe this together. We are stronger. Yes. I'm just encouraged. I know on the, on the other side of this Corona pandemic, we will be stronger. We will be stronger and it's going to look different, but I'm excited for what it could look like. Is that crazy to say as we sit here quarantined in our house for the last two weeks and we have at least four weeks in front of us, I'm excited for what is going to come out of yeah. these days. Yeah. I am excited for it. Um, I'm also prayerful and empathetic to the fact that people are losing their lives, people are losing loved ones, people are insecure, people are losing their jobs, yes, people yes. are losing their means to provide. Um, this isn't the first you, global yes. pandemic we've ever been through, and it probably won't be the last. We will get through it. Yep. I can only imagine when our grandparents or great-grandparents sat in the Great Depression in 1920 when everything fell, and it felt like the economy and the world structure as we knew it, especially here in America, was over. We got through it. And in fact, if you read your history books, some people flourished on the other side of that. Yep. Many people flourished on the other side of that. We're going to get through this. Mm -hmm. um, and, so we, and we're panic. praying. We're praying for yeah, every person who's you know, even sick right now with a virus or have lost a loved one. Our hearts are with you. And please reach out. If we could do anything to pray with you, um, you can leave a comment or you can even connect with us on our website. But thank you. Thank you for listening. And I and babe, it was so well said. And yeah. I feel motivated and encouraged and also a reality check of like, yes, we need to assess where we're at, but we need to move forward. So here's to giving each other space in quarantine, focusing on what matters most, thinking long-term, planning short-term, and hey, be okay with being wrong every now and then. It's going to happen, right? Cheers, my love. Cheers, love. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers. Mm -hmm.